Arcadian Vanguard presents the Wrestling News in your daily wrestling newscast for Thursday, September 14, 2023. Good morning. I'm Mike Sempervivi. We begin today with last night's edition of AEW Dynamite broadcast live on TBS from the Heritage Bank Center in Cincinnati. In the main event, Samoa Joe emerged victorious in the finals of the AEW World Title Eliminator Tournament, defeating Roderick Strong via submission with a coquina clutch. In a post-match angle, Joe choked out Adam Cole on the stage as Cole was checking on an injured Strong. Very tense situation, man. Oh boy! Emerging! Everything Max! Max everything! I'm taking everything from you! Joe said, yep, he's gonna take everything from from MJF. And that includes Adam Cole. I thought he was just I thought he was just talking about the AW World Championship, but choking out Adam Cole at the top of the stage. Joe is now scheduled to challenge MJF for the world title next week at the Grand Slam edition of Dynamite from Arthur Ashe Stadium in New York City. John Moxley retained the international championship in the opening match, defeating Big Bill. Bill attacked Moxley after the match, and Ricky Starks attacked Brian Danielson at ringside until Moxley and Danielson's BCC partner Claudio Castagnoli made the save. Ricky Starks, a flurry of right hands on Brian Danielson, and... Inside the ring, Big Bill swarming Moxley. And now Starks taking off his shoe and beating John Moxley with his shoe. But Danielson not done yet. What a battle we got here. Here comes Claudio of the BCC. Claudio Castagnoli coming out to even the odds. Oh, look at that strength by Claudio. Couple of horses here. Hoisting up Big Bill, but Bill escapes, gets his footing on the apron. Claudio, oh! Big Bill almost went down, but he's hanging on. Tony Storm won a non-title AEW Women's World Championship Eliminator four-way against former champion Hikaru Shida, Britt Baker, and Nyla Rose. The victory came when Storm rolled up Baker for the pin. In other results, Nick Wayne and Darby Allin bested Matt Menard and Angelo Parker and Hangman Adam Page beat Brian Cage. After the match, Swerve Strickland challenged Page to a match next month at Wrestle Dream, and the Young Bucks took out Cage and manager Prince Nana with super kicks. In WWE business news, WWE Chief Financial Officer Frank Riddick III is leaving the company at the end of the month, according to an internal company memo from WWE President Nick Khan that was reported by Fightful. Wrote Khan in the memo, quote, Frank is a highly respected colleague, and it has been a pleasure to work alongside him. We are grateful for his counsel, support, and dedicated years of service, and wish him only continued success moving forward, end quote. Riddick has been WWE's CFO for two years and served as interim CFO for a year prior to that. He has been a member of the board of directors for 13 years. The announcement of Riddick's departure comes just one day after the finalization of the acquisition of WWE by Endeavor and comes amidst talks of planned budget cuts between $50 and $100 million. Riddick received an executive bonus of $5 million on the day of the acquisition last Tuesday. 
In news related to the acquisition, UFC CEO Dana White spoke out strongly against statements made by UFC Chief Operating Officer and Senior Executive Vice President Lawrence Epstein yesterday to ESPN. Epstein claimed that a major goal for the new merger of WWE and UFC under the TKO corporate banner is to make all WWE fans into UFC fans and all UFC fans into WWE fans, which White later described as, quote, one of the dumbest statements of all time, end quote. White went further at a press conference in Las Vegas. Yeah, I I don't know why he said that. Um, I don't even know what to say to that. No, there's no, there's some crossover. Some people like WWE, some people like UFC, some people like both. There, I don't think there's ever going to be a day where we turn every UFC fan into a WWE fan or every WWE fan. What, what's beautiful about the synergy between these two fan bases is they are very completely opposite. You know, there's very little crossover. And uh, again, I, maybe he was misquoted. I hope that's the case because uh, I could not disagree with him more. In more WWE news, Tampa, Florida is the planned location for the 2024 Royal Rumble, according to an official company announcement yesterday. The 37th annual Rumble is scheduled for Tropicana Field, home of the Tampa Bay Rays, on January 27th. The Royal Rumble was previously held in Tampa in 1995 at the University of South Florida Sundome, highlighted by Shawn Michaels' first of two back-to-back Rumble wins and Diesel defending the WWF world title against Bret Hart. In legal news, Paul White has been linked to Operation Strikeout, the largest performance-enhancing drugs operation in United States sports history. Although the operation, also known as the Biogenesis of America scandal, was first exposed 10 years ago, new research by ESPN's Mike Fish has revealed the names of many public figures involved in the scandal, which were not publicly known until now, and among them is White working at the time as the big show in WWE. According to Fish's investigation, Tony Bosch, the primary target of the investigation, informed federal agents that he treated or supplied almost 100 athletes with black market steroids and that White was among them. Bosch also claimed to have attended a Thanksgiving gathering at White's home in 2010, which was also attended by other pro wrestlers, as well as Dodd Romero, fitness advisor to Alex Rodriguez, who was the most high-profile Bosch client exposed in the scandal. Bosch claimed that while he was there, Bosch learned that his business partner, Jorge Velasquez, was providing even more PEDs to White behind his back. He also alleges being approached by White, who advised him that there were wrestlers asking for stronger substances, such as Winstrol and Decaduroblin. Bosch stated that he stopped supplying pro wrestlers after that, but that Velasquez continued to do so. White denied the accusations in a statement yesterday made through his attorney, Edward Brennan. Brennan's statement verifies that the Thanksgiving gathering took place and that Bosch and Velasquez were there, but stressed that Bosch never treated White and only met him one other time. Brennan pointed out that White never failed a drug test and maintained that PEDs would have posed a serious health risk due to White's endocrine system disorder. In ratings news, NXT drew its largest total audience and highest key demographic rating in three years last Tuesday, for an episode main evented by Becky Lynch winning the NXT Women's Championship from Tiffany Stratton. The episode drew a total of 850,000 viewers to the USA Network, the highest number since the Halloween Havoc 2020 episode, according to Russell Nomics. 
That's also up more than 25% from last week's audience of 673,000 viewers. The rating in the key 18 to 49 year old demographic was 0.26, the highest key demo rating since the September 1st, 2020 episode, and up nearly 50% from last week's 0.18 key demo rating. That rating also put NXT at number two for the night on cable TV in the key demo, up from last week's number five position. And we close with more information coming to light on the attendance figure for last month's AEW All In at Wembley Stadium. A public records request made by Russell Nomics has revealed the total number of people who passed through the turnstiles at Wembley on August 27th was 72,265. The previously released estimate from WrestleTix on total tickets distributed to the event was 83,131, and AEW on the night of the show announced the paid attendance at 81,035. A source indicated to WrestleNomics that the turnstile count for AEW events often shows a 10 to 20% drop from paid attendance and tickets distributed figures, which might also account for the discrepancy as the turnstile figure would not necessarily reflect paid attendance due to possible no-shows. Due to the new information, it remains unclear which event had the actual higher attendance all-in or WrestleMania 32, which was the previous record holder for paid attendance. WrestleMania 32's turnstile figure was 80,709, nearly 8,500 higher than all-ins. And before we leave you today, we'd like to remind you that however you consume your content, you can find the wrestling news 24 hours a day and seven days a week across social media. On Twitter, follow us at Wrestling News AV. Our Facebook page is also Wrestling News AV. The wrestling news can also be found on the Arcadian Vanguard YouTube page. And for those who utilize Amazon Echo devices, just tell Alexa to play the Wrestling News podcast. And remember to make sure you add podcast at the end. Once again, for daily updates, breaking news, and more, follow the wrestling news across social media. And that's the news for today. If anything happens, we will be here to tell you about it. No clickbait, no paywall, just the wrestling news. The wrestling news is a division of Arcadian Vanguard, and the wrestling newscast is a production of the Arcadian Vanguard Podcast Network. <laughs>